You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into another edition of This Week in UNC Baseball with head coach Scott Forbes. I am Tommy Ashley. That's Matt Clements, the man in the middle, is in fact head coach Scott Forbes. Scott, we're talking briefly off the air, but a week ago, riding high. NC State sweep, East Carolina, great game in that one. Um, And then a week later, Clemson and Coastal, that little southern swing I referenced in my article, did not go as planned. Um, What's the mindset coming out of that? You know, don't forget the Gardner-Webb game. We got a win, but we also got more out of that than a win, didn't we? I've tried. Uh, yeah. I, guess sure? go, I guess we won't go there with that, but thank goodness that is over. You yeah. got some parting gifts with that one. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that was a that was something else. Um, you know, I tell you, I, I was interested to see what our guys were gonna look like yesterday because we had a team left, we got together, and I thought they looked great. So that tells me they've recovered, they're buying into what we tell them. Like, you know, let's say we go to Clemson, let's say we go three and one this week. Um at the end of the day, when we wake up Sunday morning, it's a new season. I mean, it really – the only thing that could have mattered is you had a chance to potentially win the Coastal Division. Okay, you didn't. You lost two. You know, they beat us good that one game. You know, we had a chance at Coastal, uh, even without with a lot of guys out. I thought those guys that we plugged in there played great for us, gave us a chance. And those last two games, you know, we just – we couldn't get that big hit, and, and they did. And you have to give Clemson credit. They've been sweeping everybody. They're hot as a firecracker, but our guys know how fast it can change. And they know that we're the, in, in the exact same spot we were last year from the standpoint is we finished well to have some momentum. We just didn't do great in that, in that road swing. So you move on, you get ready for the tournament and you realistically know that everybody's O and O like even way far. I mean, they're a lot to be quote a national seed, but you know, the national seeds or the, the highest seeds teams don't, don't always win in the postseason. So our goal will be to get our guys healthy. I do think Tommy and Matt, it helps us playing in Durham this year from the standpoint, like we had to get back on that bus after going on that road trip. It might be pretty tough on our guys, but we don't. So that's good. Yeah, that starts on Tuesday afternoon at 3 o'clock. Uh, Coach, let me ask you about sort of – and we talk about it when we talk to – basketball players and you're coming up on tournament time and it's a little bit different in baseball because you've got some decisions that have to be made when the season's over draft who goes who stays and all that and of course transfer portal what is the the finality like for your team at this point in the season you've played however many regular season games um you're guaranteed four more Right, assuming the NCAA tournament's a lot, which I believe it is, but you've got two in the ACC tournament and you, and at least two in the NCAA tournament. When you talk to your guys about tournament time, you said everybody's O and O. How do how do players understand that this is it? We got to play yeah. well, or it's over for at least the twenty twenty three season. What's that What's that discussion like? 
Well, it helps if you have guys, you know, it's, it's one thing if you haven't been in the NCAA tournament in four or five years, right? And it's like, whoa, like this is, you know, this is new where guys, they, they know what that's like. I've always looked at it as a good thing because you know that everybody's going to show up every pitch because, it, like you said, it can be your last game. Um, you know, and, and and making it through a season, like I told our guys, like baseball, you play so many games. So what kind? You know, we, I, I said yesterday, think about these teams: Louisville, Florida State, Mississippi State, Ole Miss. Name some others. They're not even playing anymore. And it tells you how hard it is. So don't look on on the fact that, okay, you didn't win the ACC regular season. Don't look at the fact that you're not probably going to host a regional. Look at the fact you put yourself in a position still to reach your goals. And that is to try to win a national championship. So, you know, it's a fresh start to me uh, for a team like us that's that's been up and down but has kept our head above water and, and battled – you know, some pretty significant injuries. You're hoping you can get those guys healthy and and do your best to make a run. But our guys, you know, they – I explained to them, this is what you – this is why you play. You know, because there are teams that sometimes you just have a down year. You know, you, you, you look at Duke last year, I think they won 19 games. And, you know, they, they didn't have a chance to, to even be in the, the ACC tournament. So we'll, we'll look at the ACC tournament. We'll go ahead and start looking at that like it's a regional. Can you talk about how difficult it is to to deal with a player with like a day to day injury? Say, for instance, like with the example of uh, Vance Honeycutt, where he could possibly play, but you know he also could not be at a hundred percent. Can you talk about managing that injury and trying to work with the player and the coaching staff to figure out whether yeah. playing him is at a plus or a minus? Well, you want to win your team, you know, but you also have to. The, the most important thing is the individual player's health. Uh, regardless, to make sure that they're taken care of first. So you look at that first, and you're never going to play a kid if his health is going to go backwards and it's going to hurt him. So in, in our case, Matt, you know, we've had, you know, Johnny was out with blood clot. Alberto broke his handmate right before the season. And then Alvarez broke his handmate against Miami. And then Vance, you know, the last game against NC State, twinged, you know, his injury pretty good. And you just – you know, that's why you hope you have some depth. Uh, but with a guy like Vance that, you know, has never missed a start, has been the middle of your order, you're not going to replace necessarily that production. So your hope is in the game of baseball that you don't get worse or like terrible defensively. You know, because the bat's the bat. You lose a guy that's capable of hitting 15, 20 home runs and 65 RBIs, you usually don't just pull that guy off the bench. Not many teams do. Uh, but thankfully for us, we've got some guys that can really defend uh, so we can still, you know, make plays and not give away games. But you just deal with it. I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. You, you yeah. just – you hope he can play. And But, it, again, a guy like Van, every player is different, Matt. So, like, you know, Vance is a speed guy. So that's part of his game. So, you know, you don't want – if he can't play fast twitch, you got to get him where he can. Right. Well, you, you mentioned uh, having – adequate defense and center and Matt Corvath got a chance to show his skills at center. And it goes without saying this, he had the first 20 home run, 20 stolen base, 20 double season in ACC history since 1999. Can you talk about his versatility and, and the numbers that he put up this season? 
Yeah, I mean, that's a credit to Mac. Um, and great for him because, you know, he, he also gets to showcase. Mac is such a team-first guy um, that he would never say anything like this, but I'll say it. You know, it doesn't hurt him that he's able to play all over. Because if I'm here and I'm watching that kid as a scouting director or a general manager, it's like that kid plays third base, right field, center field. He's athletic. The bases are bigger. He can steal bases now. Um, you know, so that's – he's been our catalyst. He's been our guy. And, again, another Ironman-type guy that shows up every day and gives it everything he has. And when you play like a Vance and you play like a Mac, sometimes those injuries are harder to avoid because you're still in bases. You're going hard in the bags. You're you're running hard in the outfield. You can run in the wall. So, you know, we're, we're lucky to have him. Um, and the other guy that can really play center is Carter French. Um, you know, he's shown he can really defend, so it gives us some options. Coach, you look at – Patty Alvarez coming back. I mean, I, I thought, and I will speak this until cows come home, is that I thought his injury is really, really hurt this team. Um, guys stepped up, sure, but Alvarez showed what he's worth down in Clemson. Can you just sort of speak to him getting back in the swing of things, how that helps you going forward? Yeah, it really helps us. I think it'll give us a stabilizer in the lineup um, that can doesn't strike out, that walks, that's got enough power to hurt you, a lot like Mikey Madej. I mean, that's who I would say that we're going to use him as probably in that five or six, seven hole to sandwich in between guys that are, you know, you put them between a Stokely and a Castagnazzi, then you get that speed in the middle, the guy that can bunt, guy that can hit and run, and he can really defend. Um, so when you do have an injury like like Vance, him, the timing for us was I wasn't sure he'd be to play against Clemson. Um, and honestly, he surprised me a little bit with the bat speed that he had and being able to get on top of it. Because Clemson, you know, they, they when they're playing that hot, they're throwing the ball pretty well, too. And Grice is probably their best overall arm. And I thought he had some of the best at-bats of anybody on our team when he was in there. So you'll see him in there the rest of the year. Uh, he won't be out of there. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, how that how that scar tissue you know, is still day-to-day. -day. I mean, you have some days where it doesn't feel too good. It hurts more when you swing and miss, honestly. But we just I just told him, don't swing and miss. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it simple. <laughs> yeah, but we're, he's also, I mean, he's he's a he's like a cat, you know, like he's a glue guy that helps your team when he's on the field, that helps your dugout. Um, so that's been a big boost for us. Yeah, it, he steals home runs. Yeah, it did hurt us that he was out, but you know, thankfully, he's back. You talking about stealing home runs, Matt? <laughs> that what is up with these ballparks in in South Carolina, Clemson and Coastal that have these little short porches out there? Man, um, and sure. I, don't, I don't know if I've ever seen a, a – there's one in the pros, but the warning track, you run up the hill. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised that's still there at Clemson, but that's kind of part of their thing. Yeah, that is uh, – I would get hurt running up that and end up face planting <laughs> in the wall. But anyway, <laughs> let, let's talk about uh, the pitching because I know it's been your thing all year. And, and quite frankly, it's what separates a team like Clemson from Carolina. I mean, their their pitchers performed for the most part, and you mentioned um, the stud first baseman, lefty pitcher. But what did you think overall of the weekend? Because I found it interesting that Carlson struggles in the start after being great in the pen. Bovere struggles in the week, comes back and looks good in relief. I mean. Yeah. It's got to be maddening a little bit trying to figure out where to put these guys. Yeah, those two are the main two, you know. Um, and Carlson, I mean, good night against NC State. He was really good. Yep. You know, uh, 
And, you know, I don't know if it was because he was a little bit short of rest. You know, maybe that's a blessing going to the ACC tournament because he didn't throw that many pitches, you know. And, you know, if he starts uh, tomorrow night, which he probably will, um, you know, I'm kind of waiting to see what Georgia Tech's going to do before we announce it. But, I mean, Carlson's starting. What You know, I don't care if they know or not. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, Bovair, I've always thought, like, he, you know, last year he really started to figure it out out of the bullpen. And now we're at the type – point of the season where that first game is so important, you know, and then you got a guy like – to answer your question, I felt like besides Carlson's start, I feel like our guys threw the ball pretty dang well against a really hot team. Um, you know, we gave up – Sandy gave up some runs, but the guys that are our go-to guys, Ben Peterson, uh, AC Pence, um, and now Bovair had the pin and Nap. Nap looked mighty good. Um they gave us a chance to win, and that's what you ask for, especially on the road. And we just couldn't get that big hit, especially with runners on base, to give us a chance to get more momentum. Um, and Poston, man, he made a couple mistakes with that split, but he was so amped up. I, you know, he hadn't pitched in a while, and he was throwing propane. Uh, so that that experience will help him, I think, in the next big environment because that was one of the bigger environments we played in probably besides East Carolina. Uh, when he came in at that night game. So, you know, it, it sucks losing, but sometimes those those losses like that, you, I told our guys, you know, we're going to be in that environment in the regional or if you make it to a super regional. And, you know, you get you get the College World Series, you're not in that environment. It's totally different. It's just like a neutral bunch of people. But when you're on the road and it's somebody else's place, you got to be able to overcome it. So hopefully that will help us. Can you talk about the state of the defense it, with two two errors on Tuesday, four errors on Thursday, but then you know playing a lot better defense on Friday and Saturday? Yeah, I mean, I think we've been pretty dang good defensively. Colby's been unreal this season at shortstop, as good as any defensive shortstop we've had here. I think he's made maybe five errors on the season. That's, that's, that's amazing with how many assists he has. Van Debrake just made a couple errors, which is unlike him. You know, he doesn't make many. Uh, and, and, you know, other than that, I thought we were pretty solid defensively. You know, facing, you know, Georgia Tech on Tuesday and UVA on Thursday, you know, how important is it, obviously, to, you know, the teams with the best records in the pools advance to the semis? So, you know, is this basically, you know, going go, going all in on the ACC? Oh, yeah. yeah, try to win a tournament. Like, these people that say, oh, I don't care. I care. We care. Um, we're going to try to beat Georgia Tech, and we get a day off after. And, you know, we're going to try to beat Virginia. That's the way we look at it. But we got to look at Georgia Tech first and do everything we can, use everybody that, that we can to uh, to help us do that. And that's what we will do 100%. Coach, when you look at the ACC tournament, I've always – I'll say it. I don't like pool play idea because – I don't like how if the higher seed gets the benefit of the doubt. I mean, you could go one and one. Virginia can go one and one, and they're going. And you Correct. could beat Virginia. That's just, yeah, the ACC does things. You like that SEC format better? Uh, well, here, here's what I would like, and I wanted to get your take. We're talking about it in press box the other day. Just play a, a tournament. You know, yeah. top two seeds get a bye, and everybody else plays like it, like a normal tournament. Why, do, why don't they do that? You know, we go round and round in, in the ACC meetings, um, and the whole thing is to try to prepare you to be ready for the NCAA tournament, right? And you have to be careful 
in certain tournaments of wearing your team out or wearing your pitching out. So that's the plus of pool play. You know, you get a day off most of the time and you can, you don't have to like just crush your pitchers and your guys aren't totally gassed when the tournament's over. Um, so really for me, you're probably going to like pool play more if you're, you're in good shape with the NCAA tournament because um, you can kind of set up your pitching as you want to. But I, I, I kind of favor your side. You know, I would probably vote for the old double elimination or or even the SEC model is hard to win it because you got to play a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you, if you don't finish in the top four, you're one and done. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if I like that either because I, I don't want to go that long without playing. But again, you look at South Carolina, I want maybe both years they might have. I don't think they won the tournament. I don't think they played deep into it. So it can be good and bad. You know, if you got injuries and you're in good shape, you'd almost like, okay, well, we don't want to have to try to play these guys, let them rest. So, you know, if we do what we did last year, I like this format. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly makes it interesting. Uh, Carolina, Georgia Tech, Tuesday at three, Carolina, Virginia. Thursday at three and then see what happens. Uh, Let's talk about a couple more things. One, we're at the end of the regular season and it's not time to look back now, but I wanted to ask you, and I'm still in your question, Matt, I wanted to ask you what players on your roster surprised you? And I don't, don't give me the coach speak and said nobody, because I know (laughs) at some point there, there's some guys on your roster that you said they were a lot better than I thought they would be. Um, They stepped up. I'll give you my one. I thought Jackson Vanderbreak was one of those oh, guys. Oh, man, there's no doubt. That would be number one positionally. Casey Cook as well. You're not sure coming off that injury like, you know, I mean, that kid's hit over 400 in ACC play. That's hard to do. Mm. I like to see his RBIs go up, which they will. Um, and then I would say on the mound, Matt Poston. I mean, if you saw him when he, when he first – his development um, – how much better he's gotten. Uh, I mean, I didn't think he pitched for us when the fall ended. So after the full fall season and him him to be able to come along and, you know, the other guy would say that in season has improved the most might be Ben Peterson. Coach Forbes, how do you handle um, situations with players like during the season when, you know, they realize they're not going to get the playing time or they're talking about transferring and then, this is one of the first times I've seen players removed from the roster during the regular season, for instance, with the Chikonsky brothers. Can you talk about those type of decisions and, and how, you know, how those situations come up during the season? And when, Yeah, it's just part of the landscape, the part of the landscape we're in now, Matt. Um, you know, if a young man comes in, he decides to enter the transfer portal, he's no longer on your team. Um, you know, it doesn't, made them bad kids and it doesn't make us bad coaches. It's just part of what happens. And, uh, you know, we do feel like in North Carolina, every kid that comes in this program is treated well. Um, nobody that leaves here can say they weren't respected and weren't given, you know, opportunities, but also opportunities to come to a great school and, and get a great education. And uh, now with the transfer portal, more kids are going to decide, especially if they're not playing sometimes. And that's okay. You know, I, I don't, I don't harness any hard feelings and, and I want to help these kids. You know, you can't talk out of both sides of your mouth and even the ones that leave, as long as they're good teammates or doing what they're supposed to be doing off the field, 
you understand that that's just part of, of what we do. And, uh, you know, if there comes a time where maybe a young man doesn't feel like he's, he's going to get on the field, he wants to give it a shot somewhere else. That is the plus of the transfer portal. And you ask how we handle it, you know, you just handle it and you move right along. Last question. We're talking to head coach Scott Forbes, Johnny T-shirts, our sponsor, of course, Coach Forbes, favorite memory of the ACC tournament for you personally, and it cannot be last year's championship. Cool. Easy. The 18-inning <laughs> affair with the pack. That, that's your favorite because that created more heartburn <laughs> and more of stress level for everybody watching. What's it like being in that? You know what, Tom? I tell you what. I love it. You know, I guess everybody's different, but once the game starts for me, like the build-up to the game, the things you think about as a coach, that's where you get, you know, your butterflies and stuff. But once it starts, like that's my favorite part. Like just, just until the game ends, you know, you, you hope you hope you hope you come out on top. Um, but if you do it long enough, you experience both sides, right? You experience winning and walking off Alabama at Alabama, and then you've experienced losing to Davidson in a regional. So you kind of, you know what both, and it kind of prepares you for all that. But man, when you get a game like that and you step back and you're watching it and you look at the players and you look at that game and you're looking at the talent level on the field, like the more I coach, the more I appreciate, like, man, these kids are just competing. And you, you really hate for either team to have to lose. Obviously you don't, you don't hate it when, when you win. Um, but that game stands out just because Rodon was so dominant, mm -hmm. and we managed to – they we kind of just get, gifted a run. They had the bases loaded. Somehow we would get out of it, and then we score one run in the 18th, and they had the bases loaded with no outs. Mm -hmm. And we get out of it, and we win the game. And then the next day, you know, you're like, I don't know what we're going to do, how we're going to – I don't know we're going to get – we don't have the two pitchers available, Taylor Cherry and Trevor Kelly. And uh, sure enough, they find a way to beat beat Virginia Tech. So that's the beauty of a sport like baseball. Yeah, I don't I don't see how teams come back from that. It reminds me of the Carolina Hurricanes the other night. You lose a four overtime game. How do you wake up and get going forward? That's the challenge of a coach, right? Because yeah, the the kids want to compete, but when you've played eighteen innings, and this is more on the NC State size, and you lost with all the bullets. You have yep. emptied your gun. Yeah, that's a, it, that's that's the momentum factor. That's where, like you know, you have to be able to recover. You know, there's going to be somebody that makes it to the ACC championship and loses, but they're a postseason team potentially, right? Can't you got to you? I mean, you got to boom because next week you're in a regional, yep. and that's that's the that's the part of baseball that's. You know, you're going to get walked off. You're going to walk people off. I mean, you look at State, we walk them off with a suicide squeeze. We go to Clemson. We tie the game. They can't find the ball. Frick almost hits a bomb, barely misses it to take a three-run lead, but we don't score, and then they walk us off. You know, and, and you got to be able to manage those emotions because they're hard in the course of a season, and you got to be able to move on quickly. Have you ever seen anything where three pot flies, almost four? One of them almost hit me in the head. I mean, I what know was, where it was. I mean, I've never seen anything like it, and I've coached a lot of little league. <laughs> Man, I tell you, the thing I was most nervous about about that is when I sent Colby. I was like, "Lord have mercy, Colby's going to end up getting thrown out to end the game." Corvass coming to the plate. 
we were struggling <laughs> so bad to score. I was like, whatever, we're just going to go. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Like, it was, and they had no clue. The air, they, it was whether or not they found it. Fascinating to watch. Carolina, uh, rough stretch in South Carolina last week, but it is starts anew on Tuesday. So Carlson on Tuesday and uh, Jake Knapp on Thursday. Probably. Yeah, yeah. You're on track there, Tommy. <laughs> we'll see what happens. That's head coach Scott Forbes. That's Matt Clements. I'm your host, Tommy Ashley. Johnny T-Shirts, our sponsor this week in UNC baseball. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a great week. Pull yep, us through. Yep. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.